so fascinating. Shoes and shirt coordinating. Ooh, captivating. Let's grab lattes while we're waiting. Hey, I have an idea. What? Let's talk fashion. Love it. How's Friday at work? Okay, that's bad. So much fun. Woo! So, so fascinating. Love this look that you're waiting. Ooh, fascinating. This talk's been illuminating. Oh, so fascinating. Groundbreaking and devastating. Wow, I'm roller skating. So much beauty and suffocating. So fashion. I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. Yeah. Where is this show? It's in like. Sure, hard to say, you know. Sure when I go to LA, I just get totally around. Sort of, I just you get in a car, land. you get out of a car. <laughs> Is it raining? Don't it's think so. No, it was though. Was it? It was. That time. Yeah, I went to Squirrel and it was raining. Squirrel, by the way, worst restaurant in LA. Right? Yes. I had a terrible experience. It used there. to be. Can I? Can I sound? What the ri- fuck is Squirrel? Wait, Squirrel was a big deal when you lived in LA. Yeah, where's Squirrel? It's Silver literally Lake. like random yeah. town, USA. Yeah. It's like Echo Park, it's Silver Echo Lake. Park, Silver Lake. But it's area. really South Thai Town. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. It really is. And then it's like, it is like a shitty street, not like a particularly shitty street, just a classic shitty LA street. Just a place and then, that you're supposed to drive down. Yeah, just exactly. Walk, yeah. And then it goes, I have a hot idea. We're going to put fucking, the sidewalk is this wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a great Parks idea. Let's yeah. put. Let's put some tables out and everyone's going to get expensive toast. And the whole thing was like the yeah. bread and the jam was like f- amazing. And it was like years ago when I went to Squirrel, it was. And now it's bad eggs and Pharaoh. And Is it not? It's okay, like Pharaoh let me tell salad you what, eggs. Let me, tell you what, let me tell you what happened. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, the thing that they're known for there is like. The bread, it, right? It, no, it's like. Everyone there gets like the pesto rice or something, Ew. which oh, <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Hashtag 1997. Hi, can I have one filler, please? Thank you. But, yeah, I na- love that. It's all, <laughs> it's all filler. <laughs> all, I got, I'm vegan right now. Sorry. I got <laughs> the vegan Reuben, which admittedly, okay. Cabbage. Well, okay. Actually sounded interesting. No, no, no. It was like tofu skins, like treated like okay. pastrami. Or so. So That's sort like, of yummy. It, and Our guess what? The tofu skin, skins were not nearly enough of it. The bread stale and untoasted. <laughs> what is a Reuben if it is it not It was warm? raining outside. It was raining outside. I was sitting outside in the rain with a hard, cold <laughs> Reuben sandwich. And my friend, my friend was sitting across from me and she was ashamed that I was eating because it was my first time having a Reuben to begin with. And she was like, oh, okay. and she was like, I can't believe you're having a Reuben and it isn't toasted. And she was like losing. Yeah, the I mean, of cats is. Yeah. You know what place was also pathetic? What was that place, Mimi? By the way, nobody. Oh, I have Mimi's. a whole thing about this. Okay. Sure. But there, by the way, <laughs> no one at Squirrel finished their food. Really? No one. So that's no the one. tea. No one finished it. If Everyone no was like, this place is amazing. If no one's no finishing their food, Put your fork down and say, I'm not paying. I'm not, I know. I'm not, but they get you a squirrel. Because you, you have to pay, pay up front. front. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay yeah. up front. And, and by then the they way, give you a little number. And, guess and then what? you sit down and you eat your bad food. And guess what? I went up there and I got <laughs> one of the jars of their jam. Because yes. of course they've got all these gorgeous jams. That's what Supposedly, they're known for. really good branding. <laughs> jam. A jar of jam, plum and thyme. Ugh, fine, I'll get it. It's, <laughs> I am max. So, D- hashtag 1997. Yeah. time. Okay, so I bring it up to $14. <laughs> yeah. Me, too ashamed. I've already paid 
a little bit less 30, than that for the sandwich. Thirty dollars. Yeah. Oh, the f- this is what I ate. I ate a sandwich, some tea, and got a jar of jam, and some somehow yeah, it came out of thirty dollars <laughs> out of my pocket. Okay. No, the best thing is is. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> yeah, I go to the airport. TSA says the jar's too big. Got to take it. No. Didn't even get to eat my fucking wow. jam. That Squirrel is, bad. is cursed. Fuck Squirrel that. is cursed. Squirrel is cursed. Squirrel is over, bitches. I think also, the T- like, I honestly think TSA, they judge their sizing wrong. of liquids based on Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> they're like, yeah. these bitches are trying to get this apricot, they're rosemary. Like, they're like, you know what New York doesn't need? <laughs> it doesn't need a plum time jam. <laughs> so you know what? We're going to cap out at seven ounces. Thank you. I know. What is that? That's like a little fucking pill case worth of jam. I actually, I, I just said that number. I don't really know. I think it is like to. seven ounces. Yes. Yeah, it's anyway. I, wh- hey, oh you had something that you wanted to say before <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Mimi's, What's Mimi's? I remember okay. Mimi's is another one of those Silver Lake eateries where I was no, like, oh this no, that's here. Food. No, Mimi's is here. Oh yeah. And Mimi's here is bullshit. <laughs> What's Mimi's here? Hour wait. Oh, yeah. What is Mimi's here? I have a whole thing about this. Oh, you have a thing about this. It was the, it was the thing. But well, I, you, you told me to cut this bit. You're like, we don't need another restaurant bit. I mean, you know what? And times have changed. And times have changed. We're back to restaurants. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not Mimi's in LA. Mimi's is Crown Heights. Millie's is the one in LA. Millie's. What is Millie's? And it's also it's one of those places in Silver Lake that you go and you're like, how long have I been here? When did right. I last eat? What's my name? What year yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you know what was that place? Dusty kind of intangential toasts. Yeah. It's the toasting. You know what was that place? There's two places like that for me growing up, and then we're gonna move on. But in LA and they're still around. <laughs> okay. The first place is on Hillhurst. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called home <laughs> and it's like in a big house. Don't you remember this place on Hillhurst? No, no. It's, 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 and it's like, and like fucking LA Very classic LA television shows of the 2010s. IE love was many episodes were shot here and it has a big courtyard and it's like sort of like a rustic house and it's called like home and the whole thing is pancakes. You got the pancakes. And it's like you end up and it's like waiting for pancakes in Los Angeles, California used to be like a thing. Was this during the like Caucasian chicken and waffle yes, thing that yes, happened in LA? Yes. Okay. Okay. I know exactly. And then there was another that. place. Forget its name entirely called maybe the griddle cafe on, sun- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on sunset next to the director's guild and it was <laughs> and it was the biggest place and the pancakes came out tire size tire like size a, pancakes yeah. and you can't just get a regular pancake that's not on the menu it's chocolate raspberry mocha chocolata oh, this is so <laughs> yeah it's a it's a mocha chocolata joke in a tire sized pancake and you are there for three hours and there is a line down the block for these for the griddle cafe and amy pascal's <laughs> assistant is there amy every day. yeah i mean who else? I mean, probably Jenny Connor got her start <laughs> yeah. eating a fucking pancake at the Working Griddle Cafe. The griddle who's, Jenny, who's Jenny Connor? She's Lena a person Dunham's like former, former partner. But it's like tea creating. because like 
they have a falling out. But she created Lena Dunham basically and, and got her hooked on pills. And used to go mm. to my synagogue. No. Oh. Well, the well she still goes for high holy days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which was Wow, your you have tight restrictions about what qualifies as attending a synagogue. Well, because everyone was your like, identity Natalie is Portman attending and a Seth synagogue. Rogen go here. And it's like, no, they came for Yom Kippur two years ago. They don't go here. Right. Who like went? Chills Holloway. Jill used to go, <laughs> and Seth I Rogen did famously. I did organize with Jill a uh, Jewish singles mixer one night for for queers. Nope, straight. <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> that was one of the that most was pray. It was pre coming out, pre transparent. Wow, pre Hannah Gatsby. Whoa, very, it was when she was still with a man. I think. Anyways, wow, very dark. But um, Genji Cohan's a member, right, right, right. Classic. I mean, she's Classic. She has the mahjong team. She's pretty active. Yeah, she's yeah, an yeah. active Jew. Yeah. So we're talking yeah, yeah. to okay. David, <laughs> David Goldberg, Goldberg right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bigjew.com. Bigjew.org. <laughs> yeah, honestly, State big of California. <laughs> Bigjew.org. Yeah. California votes. David is a <laughs> writer um, and also a performer. And Perfect. also you host a podcast called The Luminaries. Yes. And uh, <laughs> a podcaster too. Yeah. So Hell, you're really good. On. So David's great at talking. Well, That's basically David <laughs> is the contemporary queer Jewish mind. In New York City, yeah, yeah, yeah. in New York, <laughs> yeah. Thank I think you. most Im- most importantly about you, yeah, is that you are um, incredibly adept and dedicated to uh, creating like an actual sense of community. Yes, with, with yeah, okay. and just so um, we're just going to talk at you for a second. Yeah. Um, just like <laughs> as, <laughs> and you also, all, yeah, uh, yeah, as you do with all, I guess. Yeah, as you do with all, I guess. I mean, just like. Identify right. you, tell you, right, right. Who tell you, you are, what you are, what are and, you then <laughs> yeah, and then we talk at you. Yeah, and then we talk at you. No, but you also have this like David. I would say has a natural, almost like past Long. life oh. acquisition yeah. of creating sort of a salon like environment, mm. and I feel like that is also his profession. If we, it's oh, sort of like a salon maker. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Between his live performances. Wait, wait, when you say salon, <laughs> are you talking like, like, like a hair salon? Okay, not salon. No, I mean okay. salon, right. bitch. Okay. I mean French salon. Like I don't mean a hair Gertrude salon. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, honestly, hair salons also, a lot of talk happens at a hair salon. So it is a good yeah. question. Yeah. But you've been really, your hair has always, has it always been this haircut? I feel like for as long as I've known you, yeah. it's been kind so of Caesar. George Caesar. Severus and I, I think, have gone through major transformations because if you look at pictures of George Severus or me from like let's say 2017, you wouldn't know us. We're these just kind of like styrofoam plate. I, I don't mean to drag George. I just mean <laughs> we have these very like standard well, I didn't mean to, but. styrofoam plate, like clean shaven, and just like not knowing what to do with this like thing on top of our heads. Then in the end of last year, after I was blonde, the Caesar cut came in, and I don't think I'm ever going back. Never I just going think it's going to be only variations of Caesar for the rest of my life. It looks great. Right. Thank yeah. you, thank you. And I'm on finasteride, so like I don't think what is that? Uh, Propecia. Like, oh, it's Propecia. Yeah. It keeps you from going bald. So oh, this are is you? Well, there was like a possibility of thinning that my barber informed me of, so I like cut it. How did you? How did they know? 
Yeah, I know. Isn't that terrifying? And How do like, they know? Say no more. It's handled. Yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, I think, I think my hairline is just going to slowly, slowly, slowly go back, back, back for until at, at some point I'm just going to have to start shaving my head all the time. And when yeah, that happens, like fine, 20 whatever. Mm, I think it'll be sooner than that. But honestly, I think my hair color is dulling and I should literally get it boosted or some shit. A shot. No, you can do like a gloss. I think I'm going to start doing glosses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like to like when you hyper. Like paint, like, like gloss, like gloss medium over a painting to make it pop. And the you guys just sat here and you guys didn't say no means that my hair color is fading. Well, I wouldn't know because I really haven't known you that long. <laughs> Looking at my hair. <laughs> I mean, I can say right now that the sky is gray at the moment so and the light is gray. gray. That said, though, yeah. when you were entering this building, Max and I let you in through the like CCTV yeah, security yeah. door yeah, yeah. footage, yeah, yeah. and your hair was orange, shocking, shocking. It was fabulous. It was a, a big color. So yeah, so like, we, sitting around and joshing around, it's like. But yeah, on camera is what matters. Camera, okay, that's yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah, keeping it real, keeping me grounded. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. I'm gonna so, start calling you guys fellas. Fellas. <laughs> so we three gathered here for a kind of specific, a specific purpose. reason. I mean, like it's so funny because like I had this idea of talking about this, and then literally, I guess the Iran War started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, dun, 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 2020, we're going to talk about this. And then, and then, and then the and world then the, fell apart. And then the Iran yeah, war Australia started. Yeah, Australia, a full continent is gone. Is oh, yeah. No, it's fully. I didn't realize it was fully on fire. Yeah. I didn't really realize <laughs> I either. Didn't, I yeah. thought it was like just an area. Yeah. I it thought it was bad. like L- an LA, LA California thing, situation yeah. where it's like, that's really bad. It's really bad. Right. But yeah. No, it's a whole, no, okay. but it's, it's a, a whole yeah. thing. And apparently. Iran, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I guess nobody's living there anymore. Right. <laughs> like what's going on with that? <laughs> right. That's yeah. insane. It's I was really thinking about that today and I was fucked. like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a whole country of refugees. Yes. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And half a billion animals dead. Half a billion? Wow. Yes. One third of the koala population just gone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. It's getting bleak, fellas. It's really, really bleak. <laughs> fellas, yeah. it's tell you getting, right now. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, 2020, I felt very excited about it. And now mm-hmm. I'm not... I have to say, when New Year's came, I I was like, okay, uh-huh. I have no, there's like, there was, everyone was like, end of the decade, end of the, nothing registered for me. Really? No, I was like, oh, I was Wednesday. excited. I had, I, and I usually am every year, every year. It's a big, New Year's is a, I, it's like, it's like a big deal for me. It's, even oh, though I like Halloween, it's like the, it's the one holiday where I can really like get behind it on on a like conceptual level it's like because okay. yeah it's like yeah hello, we're, all, we're all just checking in we're, i hate we're it like so, really but maybe I, the end of decade thing is maybe it's people forcing it down your throat so you resent it because it is it is almost like okay now what because oh, I the stakes get yeah. so high i don't i wasn't even yeah, the thing the was, I, wasn't even so mad. I was just like it oh it's end what's I ending know. yeah uh, oh i usually am like every single year since i was basically 10 I go please please don't please no no new year crying mm. feeling dread doom and this was the first and you year you do that on your birthday too no no it's a new year's thing new year's only yeah interesting and then 
this was the only year where I didn't feel that. And then it was like, wait. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, what happened to you? Because then, yeah, what happened yeah, to what me? Happened to you? <laughs> What's going on with me? Yeah. That I was just like not, I was like excited. And, and I was like, like oh, new and now you're energy. mortified to have had hope for even a in second. A, in a weird way. Yeah. No, I'm not mortified because I still believe that there, I guess, is hope or something. Right. I got excited not I think like go, go, it's, go. sorry I realized recently <laughs> sorry sorry I just this realized is part this. Of us talking I realized you. recently that this dread thing that I'm always like I, my whole life I was like oh the world's just gonna end it's gonna be lights out and I realized that that's not the case no. like maybe two days ago and I was like oh you still persist people still live during mm -hmm. wartime mm -hmm. it's not that we just go lights camera boom bomb ding dong mm -hmm. and that's how i've always felt Famous, and i think like uh, realizing that life continues in the turmoil is um for some reason i never really <laughs> what is my it, head what is that, it yeah. that anna nicole smith said that was like on her show she famously had this this moment during a breakdown and she was like you know that saying shit happens and then you die well you know what's fucked up it's just shit, shit happens, happens and, and then, then you, you live don't die. <laughs> no, she yeah, says exactly. she says and then you live and you have to keep on living and that's really yeah, fucked up that's really fucked up yeah and that is what it is and then i think like but then once she did i die realized and she's in the Bahamas, that and I'm gonna once go. i realized that it's not lights camera boom boom yeah i i sort of chilled out because I actually just think I want to keep living, which is sort of shocking. I'm not one yeah. of those girls that wants to just like kill Die. me now. I actually yeah. don't. I actually yeah. think that there is actually a lot to be excited about, even in the hell. Mm -hmm. I mean, like hell, like what's her face? I saw the fucking Dr. Ruth biography and she met the love of her life on a haystack in a fucking, uh, <laughs> in like Israel <laughs> after both of her parents were shot dead in front of her. You know what I mean? You can right. have, you, it's like life during wartime be yeah. in the Jewish way. It's not oh, lights, it's camera. Very, it's yeah, not lights, camera, guy. dark. Totally. It's like, maybe you'll meet the love of your life on a pile of rubble in a boat. In a boat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's like, it's, a, I think I'm just, I've, I've crossed. I'm like no longer Christian. My thing. <laughs> <I've been laughs> I just feel yeah. like I'm just suddenly like, Oh, get over it. I don't know. That's how I feel. I'm Very excited cool. about <laughs> spots in New York. I because I'm always fixated on the Chelsea Piers and like how they were just like these dilapidated yeah. ruins and how gay men just like took I them know. over. So there have been spots in New York where I'm like, okay, what could like if this were bombed out and like once this becomes just like destroyed in either a terror attack or like whatever yeah. comes next like right. what could we do with this i know you know like penn station port authority <laughs> penn station. i don't know we could take it MSG. back hudson yards hudson yards yeah hudson yards <laughs> i mean i think there's a lot of creativity to milk be had studios. milk studios milk studios <laughs> chelsea market yeah, yeah. the bell chelsea house i'll <laughs> <laughs> be hiding out in italy if if you need me. <laughs> Imagine. But Behind I a wall went, of pasta that prevents radiation. Right. The source. So I went to see Little Women at the City Cinema's Village East. Okay, love that. And I didn't know this, but the City Cinema's Village East, Ruby probably knows this, used to be the old Yiddish theater yeah. from like 1920 to 1935. Yeah. That's why and it the looks so weird. the main theater, yeah. I'd never been in the like 
big old theater with the huge chandelier and the mm-hmm. Jewish star filigree. Yeah. Gorgeous. And it did make me excited. I was like, oh, there's still more out there. Like, yeah. it's, there's so much more beautiful, delightful things. Yeah, there to. is. Wow, a beautiful golden light just like appeared behind you as you were it's talking about that with your hand raised in the air. That was called. Mm-hmm. That's called. So you know what? <laughs> we're acknowledging we're acknowledging imminent doom, but also we did have this goal for this. Right. So the goal was okay, so when I was like really excited for the new decade, I watched um the Netflix documentary Don't Don't Fu- Bleep with Cats. Don't yeah. Don't <laughs> for like, Don't Don't for boop. <laughs> really long. <laughs> That's like such a baby joke, but I'm yeah. obsessed with yeah. with cats. Um, for those About, not for those not in the know, yeah. it's uh, it's a, a three part documentary docu series. I hate that phrase. About um, these people trying to hunt down a psychopath online who kills cats and makes videos. But of it, it turned out to be. Luca Magnata, <laughs> who I'm not sure it's the Luca Magnata story, but it starts off. He started this huge Facebook community chasing after him after he would post these videos of him torch, basically killing cats in really sort of dementally sadistic ways. Yeah. Um, but I remember Luca Magnata. You when do? he was arrested. Yeah, really? I was in college and I was near Montreal and it was oh, like okay, okay. everybody was talking about Luca Magnata and I thought he might have been like a person. It's like they didn't know yet if he was like a fashion person or not. So there were like even people being like, oh yeah, I saw him around like at my college <laughs> that were like, oh yeah, I saw him in New North. At <laughs> like, a Suzanne Barks Yeah, party. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. then they were like, oh my God, Luca Magnata as a murderer like claiming that they knew him but I remembered it was this guy who killed this which is so funny that that would be surprising at all that uh, like club kid is a murderer no because that's like what everybody wants right right? I mean that's what everybody desires is like who's the next Michael Alec like who's gonna do it and then it was like everybody was like hungry for that and then he was like caught in Paris right no he's caught in Berlin yeah, caught caught in Berlin. Berlin. whatever. It was caught in Europe, and then he like chopped somebody up in Montreal. It was just like this international like dun 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 dun, and it was like it was like fashionable. It was so fashion at the time when I was in college. I was like, oh, this person is a fashion person, and then I saw the documentary, <laughs> and it's like, huh, like he. His okay, like he's from Canada. Yeah, Let's his just start only there. relation to f- fashion is that he tried out for a modeling show and that he and like that he failed his eyebrows. And he yeah, like and he's lot. addicted to tweezing his eyebrows and yeah. period. And he was a rent boy, which is the ultimate right. like fashion wannabe job. I mean, everybody that mm-hmm. is a fashion victim was on rent boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it, it was like a huge <laughs> culture of people trying out Luke's. <laughs> I mean, it was right, right, in a right. way. Wait, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were like twisting his name, Luca. Sorry, I, I no, it was a, trying out okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke's. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying out looks, like you know, and like Rent Boy also was like this, like 
It's like I was male, not privy to Rent Boy, but like at all. male escorting is always privy to like this eternal sort of like Slavic Euro trash look right. that well, Luca Magnata exclusively exemplifies. I have to tell you something. In the first episode, they reference. Remember when there was like a fake account that was posting about the murders, and it had a picture of a like a clean cut young European boy in a Santa hat. Yes. And then they discovered that that <laughs> photo was from this like obscure. Like, South African. Not South African. No, 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 South African. Russian. Yeah. The Russian. Like, like Russian. Country, yeah. <gasps> porn, oh, right. Like gay porn site. Right. I have to tell you like 10 years ago, I totally went on that site. And really? I was like, I Happy knew list. that site. I was like, <laughs> the second they showed the splash page, I was like 19 didn't. I know that site. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. It did. I will say it did have that nice element of because I either Rent Boy or Rent Man was taken down by the FBI. Rent which Boy. was anti-Semitic. We all remember that because I also went to synagogue, a different synagogue with the Rent Boy head. And that was like a total anti-Semitic sting. Really? But, wait, why was it? Oh. Because <laughs> they like, yeah. it was this weird anti-Semitic homophobic thing where they like targeted the head of Rent Boy among any other prostitution site online, among any of the right. 900 billion they like mm-hmm. really went okay maybe it was more homophobic than anti-semitic honestly it's interchangeable but it did make <laughs> me it did take me back to this like pre-peter thiel owned in grind owning grinder which mm-hmm. i know isn't true and i just made that up but like you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. of like yeah like Czechoslovakian porn. Like it was, there was this kind of wild west yeah early Obama era um dorm room quality to all of it. But like, why is it so, like, why? My question, specifically first with the Luca Magnata aesthetic, is like, why is like the darkness, quote unquote, always Russian? (laughs) Oh, sorry, give me one second. I have to go get my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Why is the darkness always Russian? Like, why is that aesthetic? Like, why is like the darkest thing that you can get on the internet, like beheading videos from Russia? Why is the darkest thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are the sadists always in like leather jackets with the word Russia on it? Why is like our idea of darkness Russian? Is that because like, uh, 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 supposedly Western countries are in total denial about like our involvement in human trafficking, but Russia just kind of has this cachet with okay. it where it's like, Oh my God, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Is that what it Maybe is? Maybe it is. Right. Wait, wait, like, are you just, you're just talking about like leftover cold war, but it's not even, stuff? it's beyond cold war shit. It's just like, why are it's like, why is like, it's just like darkness, away. sleaziness, and then like Balenciaga adapting it, mm-hmm. like and Vetmon's adapting it as like this is the shit that you want to touch, but no, you can't. This is like oh, the is trash, cool, yeah. like this is the trash that like everyone's obsessed with, and it's like the darkest thing, and like huffing glue and kids without teeth, and like that is the coolest and the darkest thing. And it's just like interesting to me that Luca Magnata. Well was so invested in like looking like a Euro trash piece of shit. Well, I think that, but he was a, but I think that might've been a slight accident. Okay. Interesting. So, okay. Two things I'll address. I think that like, I think 
actually what the maybe what you might be dancing on a little bit is like poverty aesthetic and like mm. and Russia I think is viewed as like this like failed white nation mm-hmm. right oh. so it's like this so it's like this like failed it's, it's basically nation. like it's basically like like the global white trash right. I think it, like right. I think that's how we've like how we view it a lot right. in the west right it's sort of like so it's sort of this like wow. uh like romanticization of poverty of poverty so I think in Tel Aviv, um, which is a huge human trafficking hub, so like in Tel Aviv, there's the Ethiopian section where like no white people will go, but then there's this kind of seedy Russian area which has a bit more cachet because like it's abject enough that white people, it's abject enough that it's like alluring, but it's it's still white. So like right. white people and white tourists and white Israelis and white Americans are like, Oh, well we can go there. You know right, what I mean? Right, it's right. like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, they can like bypass racism and right, like right. go directly into this like quote unquote darkness. Yeah. It's interesting, but it's also interesting how like when you get into human trafficking, like that is just the darkest story. Mm-hmm. It is basically the darkest story. That's the thing about the Luke and Magnata story in general. It's playing with the aesthetics of how far can we go mm-hmm. into the darkest stories. <laughs> it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like this, it's like everything about Luca Magnata is verboten. There is nothing about him. He was like, he was gay. He mm-hmm. was like obsessed with this aesthetic. He was an escort. He then it is revealed in the documentary. Spoiler, everybody, this is a huge, this is just a spoil. We're saving you a lot of time. Yeah. Is like he killed these people, but his mother obviously believed that and was told that he was pressured to kill this person by someone by, that he made up by someone that we later find out he made up, but the character was this hardcore sadistic client who's that yeah. had him as a sex slave. Who's Latino. Who's Latino. Yeah. yeah. And then we yeah. find out, well, we'll get to that later, but yeah. this it's like, it's <laughs> we're like, building. We're we're build, building. there's layers to yeah. this. It's like, first he's just this like fame obsessed failed actor model who has this zero trash aesthetic and photoshops his face. I wouldn't even face. say he's failed because he, it seems like he didn't even really try. It seems like he mm-hmm. tried really? out for a reality show <laughs> and then got really frustrated when nobody responded to all the fake accounts Literature, that he made. Yeah, and he made all these like fan sites. Honestly, yeah. that's like a, that honestly slay. Uh, that, that was a slay. Yeah, that, that was, was a slay. He was obsessed yeah. with making his own fan sites. And I was like. And making, and he was his own fans and posting. But ho- it's like, that's how you. Comments yeah. about himself. I thought that was brilliant. No, but I see what you're saying. Like, you know, especially now, I feel like with gay porn, uh, either amateur or like quote unquote stripped down or like OnlyFans porn is really popular, which is like, this isn't glitzy or like done up. This isn't LA Palm Springs. This is just like hard. Authentic. Like Authentic. Couch. Yeah. yeah. And there is something with him because that whole movie, it's all of these like sad undecorated bedrooms and like bathtubs and like mattresses with like half a sheet over it. (laughs) It's so scary. 
He it's is such a part an aesthetic. Of that aesthetic. Yeah, which especially if you compare it to Michael Alig, which yes, is like yes, yes, yes. glitter and cocaine. And like feathers. Yeah, this is just like <laughs> I chopped like, up angel, bitch. Yeah, this like, is very like, like going to like the cigarette cafe and like getting like It's like getting the crud off of the like <laughs> back of an old computer in an internet yeah. cafe. Yeah. And it's like this is life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what this it's whole an, thing is and it's an yeah. aesthetic. And it's like I always thought the most glamorous thing. Like Luca Magnata has a very and this is what I want to touch about too. He was obsessed with like quintessential AFI top 100 yeah. American yeah. movie culture. Mm-hmm. He was a bitch that would be, I mean, I don't think, it, I wonder if he was on meth. They never get into that. Anyway, whatever. But so. he, right. He was on meth. Wait, how could you not, how could you chop up somebody not on meth? And oh. just, I think <laughs> like, the time. Let's be real. I think this is the a very post-recession is, story. Yeah, like, I don't see why not. And it's like, he is that, I always thought the most glamorous and like almost verboten thing growing up was like a gay man in his kitchen smoking meth. And I'll, there's like a poster of Marilyn Monroe I'll tell in you, the kitchen. I'll and tell I was you always why, like, yeah. that's everything. I'll tell, you why he he may not have, I'll tell you why he may not have been, been on, on meth. meth yeah. His skin looked good. Uh, <laughs> 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 but isn't that insane? That bitch was not on meth. Yeah, he was literally <laughs> he insane. Was yes, actually, funny you say that. He was insane. He's and a murderer. Voice. He's a murderer. <laughs> an actual murderer. Yeah. I oh, was shocked vo- by the, the movie thing where I was like, because the whole. <laughs> I wish the documentary had just been like that. his story. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought he was this like totally uncultured idiot faggot the type right like i had mentioned about my ex-roommate who just like comes to new york and is like i'm gonna be in nightlife yeah you know but ha- then to find out about like he's obsessed with marlena dietrich it was like i have to right. tell you that I was have the to other you, aspect I think of he it is still that faggot, <laughs> that yeah. faggot. <laughs> yeah. but it's like but marlena it, dietrich is like day one faggot that's trait. true, that's that's true. true that's, but it's yep. like okay so then this is also a reference a lot how they cracked a lot of the code because a lot of <laughs> him <laughs> catching him was helped by these facebook addicts body yes. moving body moving who, who is i'm iconic. She was iconic i <laughs> like hated them but i loved her, her. Yeah. i loved her, her, her tops body moving, moving. Yeah. and that picture, <laughs> that that picture yeah. okay sorry yeah keep going okay over. and body moving from las vegas who is a fucking statistics analyst <laughs> in las vegas casinos yeah they, she which, is oh my in, god wait i know she's a genius wait, they never addressed the video of her of her like in her like in her casino i know how, how did they do that how did oh, that was true. never addressed oh my god that's so true but anyway the facebook <laughs> okay, the facebook community cracks the code because they see this video he posts videos he posted a video of him murdering this right. man in montreal up underneath a casablanca poster and then he disappeared so how they cracked it down was through Trying to deduct if there could be clues in Casablanca. Yeah, it's very basic. You're right. Yeah. And of course, the famous line in Casablanca is, we'll always have Paris. And he literally goes to fucking Paris. Like he was obsessed with these Easter eggs. He was obsessed with these Easter eggs. And then you find out at the end that the biggest Easter egg of all is that this whole, this whole 
<laughs> motion and addiction of becoming a murderer was to be an ode to Sharon, Sharon Tate. Stone. Stone. Sorry. Sharon Stone. <laughs> Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yes. Sorry, and that's my when God. Max comes in, in basic instinct. And this is when I shine. Okay. And this he, it's down yeah. to the made up fucking se- sex master. The is this is the same name as. Sharon Tate's ex-boyfriend she murders and I'm just gonna say Sharon. I'm just gonna say Sharon. Just say Sharon. Sharon's also, ex-boyfriend. His name is Luca Guadagnino in my mind, not Luca Magnata. No, nice. He stabs his victim with a screwdriver that he paints yeah. to look to like, look like an, an ice pick, pick which, is yeah. amazing. which is Sharon Stone's murder weapon and basic, basic instinct. Because I love that he's like not going to go. He doesn't like have the wherewithal to like go to William Sonoma to get an ice pick. So he's like, <laughs> I'm I guess I'll paint this. Like, he do- or yeah, he doesn't understand where like, one gets yeah, an ice it's pick. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And then... In his questioning after he gets caught and he starts getting questioned by the police, he does the whole scene of the vagina scene where she when he flips asks for her a legs. cigarette. He asks for a cigarette and then does the fucking leg Amazing. swab. Amazing. Yeah. And that's when I go, I'm dead on the floor. That should have been the whole documentary. Yes. Excuse me. How could yeah. it's like how could we have made those 15 minutes of that three hundred hour long thing <laughs> because it's it's like it's like I made you guys watch that because I needed you guys to see the last yes. 15 right. minutes yes, yes and then you go oh and then yeah, I go ah. I know I know and also and so I just for research this mo- I do wonder if I may be the first Jew to watch <laughs> basic instinct in the morning during a weekday <laughs> <laughs> I watched so Basic said, Instinct this morning. I didn't. Did, I did. I I had to leave, so I couldn't watch the last like ten minutes. But I'll finish that tonight. I just did it as research fine. for this. I, know, I, yeah. I think it's such a piece of shit movie. It is a terrible, it's terrible, a terrible movie. And I have movie. to say something. And you're is, a huge wait, and, Sharon and this, Stone fan. And this is what we're about to talk about yeah. is that that movie is literally Sharon Stone's Showgirls. It is. Oh, I just. She, oh. she, <laughs> and you, do you just see that for the first time? I saw it for the first time. The first time I watched Showgirls, I was on a shit ton of Ambien, so it was basically just yeah, psychedelically yeah, so high. It, yeah, so it was yeah. the first time I saw it sober, yeah. like a week ago, and okay. it, and, it, and it it did change my life. Okay, so we're gonna talk about this. Too. So, <laughs> first of all, it's outrageous to me that Sharon Stone is completely naked in so much of the movie, fully showing her vagina in the movie. <laughs> Terrible act. Not terrible acting. Well, from some of the people, horrific writing. Horrific writing. It is over two hours for no, no reason. reason. Verhoeven no obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Just and oh, right. It is Paul Verhoeven. Yep, yep. And the whole movie. Oh, he's addicted. He loves. Wait, he's is, the same. Wait, to what? He's the same director as Showgirls. Is he? Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, is he literally? Yeah, he's. Wait, is he literally? Yes, bitch. Yeah. He is the same director and as Showgirls. <laughs> Now this and is no, 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 no. no, wait, is it, it is seriously the yes, same director. Yes, it is, yeah. and it's the same writer too. Yeah. Can you imagine? So he did one of those movies, and then was like, you know what? I think I'm ready for more, and then did another. Or he just goes, "Let's take it to Vegas." And let me tell you. So- and let me tell you something. Can I? T- and let me Body tell you why. And let me tell you why. Why that movie? And I'm 
talking about them as the same movie. Yeah. Let me tell you why that movie <laughs> ruined Elizabeth Berkley and did not ruin Sharon Stone. Tell and me. it's because Sharon Stone it's because Elizabeth Berkley is a woman and Sharon Stone is a straight man. <gasps> you heard it here. Okay. It's foolproof. Sh- and this is what we need to talk about. This which is, is that foolproof. Sharon, <laughs> Sharon Stone, you know how like you meet chicks sometimes and they're like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gay I'm a man guy. in a woman's body. Okay. <laughs> I'm a guy's girl. I can I'm wear a hat I'm to the girl. game. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon Stone is quite literally just a straight yeah. man. Okay. She's, first of all, she's like, only friends. She appears from the outside to only be friends with other straight men. Uh, with she, like, mm, like cigar smoking, like, like old, Hollywood, old like boys club kind of shit. Woods. That's yeah. like, right. yeah, like she's that, always that, taking their back. back. back yeah, yeah. Shooting, yeah. shooting pool. All of her reactions to like the Me Too movement has been like, ha! Yeah, what? So <laughs> what? You know? Ev- she has such yeah. a crazy straight guy relationship to her body. She's like, yeah. yeah, I'm hot. And guess what? I'm going to use my body to get what I want. Yeah. I'm going to use she's it for sex. She's very big dick. Yeah. She's, she's so, very laying she, out the dick in front of you very, before she very, fucks very you. That. I am scared of her in a way that I'm only scared of men. Absolutely. I think she is absolutely terrifying. No, she, and it's true. She has completely bypassed. Because if you think about like Angelica Houston or Kathleen Turner, who like are reconciling with age, Sharon mm. Stone views age the way a straight guy would, which is like, who cares? Yeah. So what? I'm rich. Like yeah. I'm having a good time, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And all of her Me Too friends, she's like, listen, he's a great guy. He's a good friend of mine. I hang out with him every single Christmas. And I don't also, care what yeah. they say. And what was that? What was that interview where? What was that interview where someone was like, was like, like. That's so were so you real. like so you were you know uh, in movies during you know like prime you know Weinstein era, you know did were you ever uh, you know did you ever get uh, you know like sexually you know har- harassed or abused and she was and she was just like ha of course I did <laughs> yeah. you know it's like oh my oh my god it's like okay you just made. <laughs> me scared. Right. She would scared. absolutely sell out any other woman. Too. Well, that's the other thing is Sharon Stone was a prostitute. Was we she? don't. Yeah, we don't talk. Mm. Like this is this is the uh, like as the nuclear bomb hits, I will be talking. I'm making the list of actresses <laughs> yeah. that started as prostitutes, okay. and she was one of them. I did and not know that. Her first role was in Stardust Memories, mm-hmm. directed by famous pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm the, can you believe that? Famous pedophile. What do y'all Don't even. Whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, whatever. I can't say that. Bleep that out. Yeah, okay. Bleep. <laughs> whatever. Famous pedophile. What do y'all And she was in the movie with a person. Do you know Jerry Visco? Yeah. No. What? Are you serious? <laughs> Jerry Visco is in Stardust Memories, and so is Sharon Stone. And they were hired at the same time. Jerry Visco is a nightlife. She's like in her 50s, but she's a nightlife oh. like or something. <laughs> she's in her ha ha. She was in her 50s. She's in her at some point. At some yeah. point. Yeah. And she was the hottest person maybe ever to live. Wow. I'm not joking. Gorgeous, this woman was gorgeous, gorgeous in she, the 80s. She for a while was like the head of administration at and at Columbia, Columbia for class the classics department and would wear like psychotic club yeah, kid outfits all the time and, her, like and had like a harem of young, of young men including Always. um what's that Luca Magnata. No, no 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 what's his name the perf- the uh, oh my god the cabaret performer whose name is escaping 
Give me an right idea. Uh, opera, he like sings operatically and he talks sort of like this, a little bit Luca Magnata-ish actually. <laughs> um, opera. Oh my God, I can't. He's Are literally sure? a friend of my boyfriend. I can't. Steven Sondheim. His name. <laughs> we, how can we not figure anyway, that out? Oh, okay, that's think sort of scary. So Jerry Visco. Whatever, Jerry Visco gets cast in Stardust Memories. Same day as Sharon Stone. And apparently Sharon Stone, she writes an, she wrote an amazing essay on why she Sharon didn't did? make it, no, Jerry, oh, why she didn't make it in Hollywood and Sharon Stone did. Okay, let's hear it. And it was this like lamenting of her failed acting career and that she had everything, she was hot, she had the body, but that Sharon Stone fucked the producer. Yeah. And that it was just like, it was that simple. And Good. in that, like, it sealed the fate. And it was because Jerry Visco didn't escort. Right. So she wasn't, even though she was harassed all the time, probably slept around, she didn't have the wherewithal, or she didn't have the fucking vibe to just go fuck a and producer. Because Sharon you know Stone what I mean? is yeah. literally a man, she's like, yeah, he's my frat bro. I'll suck his yeah, dick. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's that, so not. She's so, so let's first, jack off together, bro. Yeah. It was yeah. the first, and it was like, it's this beautiful essay that Jerry Visco wrote a few years ago, and I read it, wow. and I just was crying. And it was oh, like this, really? like, amazing, like, like just treased on, wow. like, actresses. And it was like, oh, like, it w- and like Jerry Visco is like a club kid. <laughs> like it just like, it's like eccentric yeah. for extent. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing, amazing. But Jerry Visco rocks and has an amazing life and whatever. And Sharon Stone is smoking cigarettes at lunch with Melanie Griffith. Right, it gets kicked. The that and then gets year. kicked off of Bumble or whatever. Oh, the <laughs> Wasn't Bumble. Wasn't that like thing? a PR thing? That That's what I'm a saying. PR thing. I think, it, I think for Bumble gave her show. money for that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. But Luca Magnata's fascination with like pop culture and Sharon Stone is like fascinating to me. And I just was like, what my question is like, why is it, why is pop culture so? Here's another, wait, yeah. here's another way that Sharon Stone is like a straight man. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that she sued a young woman. <laughs> For using her name in a song. Really? <laughs> there was a there's like a, this like young rapper who was like sang oh, say a song yes. that was like Sharon Stone, I'm Sharon Stone, I'm Sharon Stone, I'm Sharon Stone, and Sharon just sued yeah. her. Like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, that's evil. It's it's amazing yeah. because God. Michelle Pfeiffer's like, yeah, Bruno Mars has me in a song. Fun. I'm a cool mom. And then Sharon Stone is like, I'm having it's like take take my name that. out of your mouth, bitch. It's like <laughs> whoa. That's because insane. it's a woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. That's really scary. I'm obsessed. But why do you you like Sharon Stone because she's scary? I don't really like her. She I don't is, get it. I really don't get it. Magnetic. She's pure okay. aesthetic. Yeah. You, if you go to Reflections in Fire Island, a lot of fire, you know, Fire Island's interesting because like a lot of Fire Island was made in the fifties, but then a lot of the houses were like remade in like 1983, let's say. And they are, you feel Sharon Stone. They're the Reflections, especially, which is an all white house yeah, with an yeah, all white yeah. baby grand piano. It's like, she is so She's pure aesthetic, and of course, someone like Luca was like her because she's pure severity, pure ice, yeah, no she's feeling, all ice. Yeah. because she's 
a man. <laughs> yeah, because she's a man. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 there is no great Sharon Stone performance. No. She just is cold, hard. Cruelty. Although no wait, there is an incredible Sharon Stone performance in what, Casino. Casino. Well, Casino, oh, yeah, right? Casino. She, she fucking, fucking tears. Unbelievable yeah. movie. Yeah, Casino is such a great movie. I mean, it's also nineteen hours, hours long. long. Yeah, she and really it's one thrives. Shot. She really <laughs> thrives when on screen like, for okay, uh, just a tantric five-hour yeah. film. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I am also, of course, completely obsessed with the movie that she did called Sliver. Right, um, right, of course, which is right. like another '90s sexy thriller. It's Basic instinct, but like better. And the soundtrack for it is incredible. And you know that I every year watch Catwoman with Halle Berry and Sharon Stone. I know. Sharon Stone is the villain. The next time you watch it, when you watch it this year, if uh, we still if we still have a home, it's it's we still have if if New York still exists this year. The plot of Catwoman is that Sharon Stone is the head of like a like uh, Bior or like um, <laughs> Estee Lauder or like not Estee Lauder, like a makeup company. Right. Right. And like she Lancome. develops this Lancome. cream that makes you eternally youthful, but it turns your skin like to stone. So she becomes this like rock hard woman <laughs> who beats the shit out of Halle Berry. It's amazing. That's hot. It's hot. an incredible. Hot. It's anyways. All right. It's wow. awful. It's fantastic. Wow. Okay, sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, this is why she is like, a, yeah, a gay icon is, yeah, because she is able to be both mommy and daddy. Right. She's completely scorched of femininity. Right. Or weakness as yeah. we see it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I just like don't, I guess like this is like such a stupid thesis and I'm like realizing that I should just like drop it. But I was like fascinated by like, and I guess there's no answer to it, but it's like the, the, it's like, is, is it as simple as like people that are othered in any way, like turn to like the silver screen of like fantasy and like, then like, I like seek solace in it in however extreme way, like some people become actors, some people just become movie addicts. Some people, I guess, become, become murderers. murderers. Some people like need to pay homage. Like we all that are like obsessed with pop culture and place it as our like religion, we all have to pay homage in some way, whether it's like dressing like them or having the poster and doing Tina in front of fucking you are Marilyn. The person to talk to about this. You know, thing. and that's like why I asked, like that was <laughs> like, what, is it that simple? Is it that stupid? Is Max's it that ding dong world? Max's point I think is really key which is like how basic his references were and how like obvious his, how like blockbuster video his references were like, mm -hmm. oh, Casablanca, Paris, basic instinct, ice pick. Like it's mm. so, and there, that's kind of what makes him so special is that he isn't this like movie buff. Yeah. It's not like, interesting or creative or it's like not cinephilic and, and the, no, and the, and the so, cruel irony of it yeah. too is that basic instinct itself is so unbelievably 2d i mean yeah. the plot of it is basically just like it's like it's like a playing card where it's like which like what do you think this card is well guess what it's this and you flip it over and then you flip it over again because actually maybe it is just the back. And then you flip it over again because actually no, it really is the card. And then you flip it back over and actually no, maybe it is really the back. Right. And it's like, it's it's a movie where it's like, it's it thinks that it's like blowing your mind, but it's not actually adding dimensions and like creating like, it's not like extruding that card into like a cube, into like a dodecahedron. It's right. like, 
just a card that keeps flipping <laughs> over back and forth. So yeah. it's completely, it's just, it's just, it's exactly what it is for over two hours. And I think that like, similarly, he has this quality where it's like, oh yeah, you are, com- you're absolutely completely not mysterious at all. Like you just managed to like. And like the mystery around, like everybody knew that you were a murderer, but you tried to make it hard, but ultimately you just are totally who you failed. are. Like, like when that guy, like some guy confronted him in, what was it like England or something or Paris, And he was just like, and he found him at a hotel and recorded the conversation. It was like, so did you kill that guy? And Luca was like, absolutely not. Uh, peop- the people are trying to um, frame me. And he's like, what people? And yeah. he's like, I can't go into that. It's like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you wanted, Luca, you wanted to be mysterious by f- framing other people as the problem, but you couldn't go this next step and think about who those people might be. Right. Like you couldn't even like, you couldn't even <laughs> right, right. That's not an alibi. That's literally just like you just said. No, I didn't do that. Goodbye. Right. I it's am. Like, oh yeah, my God, I'm really thinking about your question because I think the other assumption with gays or like what it used to be was like these people who are marginalized by society and they like come to the big city and like recreate these personas right. where they act like these kind of grand connoisseurs and intellectuals or drag and queens. They li- or, yeah, they, yeah. Or like they listen to opera and they like go see Liza Minnelli concerts. It's camp, right. It's camp. Yeah. And there is this thing about him that is triumphant Mm -hmm. that's like, he watched these VCR tapes in his mom's house. He read a few magazines and thought he'd be a model actor. Like, it's so surface faggot that it's kind of, I don't want to say valiant, but it does make him special. Well, he is camp. It does make him special. He is camp. 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 Because he is like... It, under and my ult- definition yeah. of yeah. what I've, of how I've categorized yeah. camp, which is like failed glamour, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, because th- he, like, he, he really, like, thought himself this, like, brilliant mastermind, yeah. like, or whatever, yeah. and he so was not. The thing, the thing that kept him. He thought he was from, a writer. The thing that kept him <laughs> safe and kept eluding I people can- is just literally being obscure. You know, yeah. he thought he was like <laughs> famous or whatever. Right. But actually the thing that like prevented anybody from catching him was literally just his obscurity because he didn't do a good job of covering his tracks. Right. You know, yeah. he was not brilliant about it. Yeah, this is really there is something there about like how he's defined by culture, but. Fails, 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 fails to reference. But it. in that failure, that's where the camp part comes. But that, in. And so it he is, is actually, a a, he is actually a gay icon, right? He is, he is, just like Baba Duke was. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Duke, Krampus, yeah, Krampus. What is Krampus? Well, it's like this. It's like the evil Saint Nicholas. It's like yeah, it's oh, like the, the Dutch shadow one of with Saint like the Nick, like, But there yeah, was a movie, yeah. of course, with Tony Collette. So then, of course, it becomes well, like oh. the Christmas Babadook. Oh, is she like the official like. She's a queer scary, icon. Scary, like scary movie person. Now? Her th- yeah, any sort of like domesticity being obliterated by like terror, she's there. <laughs> but like, yeah. what is like? Why do we feel compelled? By. <sighs> by the cultural hyper-reference. What does that do? Hmm. 
That's why I keep wondering. A part of me is like, oh, I think he might have, he could have made it in New York because a part of me is like, oh, someone that simple could not have made it here. But then I'm like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of that. And I'm even speaking for myself, but like there's a lot of like nightlife or fashion faggots where you find out their references and it's like, oh, yeah, it's okay. like it's like Lady Gaga and a tomato. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Why? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, like my ex. I'm so gonna start referencing tomatoes. Like saw BAPS on VH1 once yes. and like created yeah. a personality. Yeah. 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 Right. But it is like weirdly like Luca Magnata, there is like an aspect. That's like what I again, like Luca Magnata, we all can relate to him. Totally. Like we can all relate to like how do I pay homage to my Sharon Stone every day? And it's like we all like in our little heads like did the scene mm -hmm. of whatever scene we thought was fabulous. And it's like thinking that like our personal God, whether that be like actual people or like a person in the sky that you imagine is like watch. It's like surveillance culture. It's like, it's like the thrill of a surveillance state actually fuels a fame addiction because someone is always watching you in the forties. Nobody could have figured out that he was paying homage to a movie because there was no fucking CCTV. There mm -hmm. wasn't cameras everywhere. And there were no, there were no video. There's tapes. no vivid. Well, yeah, exactly. There's no like, movies being collected and it's like that's what's so crazy it's like the camp like luca magnata is to me this is what i'm realizing i'm just actively doing this is top of the day no but please. it's like what i'm realizing luca magnata is the drag queen of the surveillance state I, <laughs> it's like it's like luca magnata could have not existed without cctv it's like he wouldn't do you know what i mean he would he, it's like he knows that every place has a camera he know he knew that you yeah. know what i mean that's what that's what's so amazing about him is like you kn he knew yeah. that someone was gonna go near yeah the shot of Wait, him in the we? mirror checking himself yeah. out is amazing or Wait, when we he should goes we should do a show just for CCTV. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> like, like Ruby right, coming into like, this building. Yeah, yeah. And you guys go, wow, her hair looks great on camera. Mm -hmm. That's Luca Magnata. That, I mean, like yeah, that we is just, like, we just gave you a little Luca. <laughs> yeah. You gave me, yeah. it's like, he is the murderer of the surveillance state. It's like Jack the Ripper was like the murderer of like repressed Victorian sexualities. And it's like the horse must die or whatever. But it's like, he is the murderer that's showing us that we are all, on television. And, you know, it, looking back on this last decade, and let's say, let's assume that he kind of started the last decade. He did. It, it, was start, early, it was 2010. This last decade really, to me, was like the cosplay decade, yes. which is like, I'm being seen doing a reference that I'm living and it's like I, I and only hope it's I know the now. reference. Yes. Yes. But like you're still supposed to see it and appreciate it when I dress as like mm -hmm. a steampunk burlesque bitch mm -hmm. at the slipper room or whatever the <laughs> fuck people are doing in New York that yeah. I'm like mortified by. But it really was like the Burning Man, Comic Con, mm. like performative selfhood decade. Right. And he did kind of like, what's brilliant about him though is that it was like the low rent, rent boy 
version of that, which is like, I'm just going to murder someone and hack them up. Like, <laughs> I can't afford to, like, wear a feather boa mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Like, or I'm he just didn't gonna, even like, want to. No, yeah, that's true. He didn't even want to go that route. I'm obsessed with him being bisexual. It's so, <laughs> in the same way that I'm obsessed Hello? with Brian Singer saying that he's bisexual, like, after oh, wow. everything, you're going to still... Hold on to the idea that you might <laughs> fuck a woman one day. Mm. It's unbelievable to me. It's fabulous. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's the ultimate. Isn't it the ultimate thing? It is. It to, is be like to be like a bisexual psychopath. I'm bisexual. Yeah. Oh. oh I'm literally sure. on Rent Boy. <laughs> yeah. He's married, by the way, to a man. Yeah. It, he prison. got married in prison. Luca Magnata got yes. married to a man. To another murderer. And there was, and I remember that because I was also in college, and there was a talk in my fucking college class, the education I paid for, of like what how people felt about Luca Magnata being able to get married to another prisoner in Canada because it was like proof of their justice system being like humane. Mm-hmm. Because they have like pent, you can if you're in prison, gay and, rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like they can marry; it's no big deal, and. Honey, they're a prisoner. And that hag mother officiated <laughs> yeah. it. Yes, his mom oh, officiated it. Those stupid <laughs> shots of her just like being bent over. Oh God, I hate these documentaries. Sorry. I mean, they're in time. I mean, they're and then like the conclusion was really lame when body move in was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the cafe with no, them. No, it was oh. like or it was like at the end when bo- body movements like. And the thing is, we gave Luca exactly what he wanted. Attention, yeah, and it's like, who are we? Who are we? We're just people behind a screen, just like you're doing (laughs) right now. And it's like, okay, body moving, we get it. That's why these documentaries suck. suck. It's like, why does Netflix have to have do like spiritual like repentance on like being like we are the people that invented binge watching? It's like literally get over yourself it made me miss the 90s and hard copy and people magazine you know what i need back more than anything i've ever needed in my whole fucking life is e true hollywood story please mother i never watched it that at least they were just like you know one hour yeah and they're yeah they're not doing this like this human interest stuff yeah it's so pathetic to me and that's why I can't get through these documentaries. The, like, I don't care about body move. I mean, I care about body move. You do care about body move. But I don't <laughs> care do. about like the rest you of them. But body move is a star. <laughs> she yeah, is, she a, is star. a star. She, needs she to they should be and they And they lucked out with yeah. her. Yeah. I mean, that was just random. She needs to, she needs to like host like a home renovation You know show what she looked like to me? She looked like a bloated Christina Ricci. Didn't she? She looked wow. so well, Christina Ricci wow, to me. Wow, wow. <laughs> And I was like, she's a star. She's a movie star. Yeah, yeah. She's a literal movie star. Yeah. Body moving. Yeah. And then she was like, oh my God. If my name was Body. Well, that wasn't her real name. I know, but, but like, yeah. but Body. body because body, it was, it was supposed know. to be Body, like your body. Yes. But it was spelled B-A-U-D-I. B-A-U-D-I. <laughs> As in Body. Bo- yeah, body. Don't be so Body. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's amazing. But you're right. It is weird that we're in the Ryan Murphy era and we haven't just finally gone back to E! True Hollywood Story. We're still doing this, like, searching for humanity yes, bullshit. Yes, yes. What was it. E! True Hollywood? 
that's really that you would be obsessed with this thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's early. Well, it ended late like nineties, late nineties to like two thousand thirteen, maybe. Yeah, 10. but it's really pre. It's like pre contemporary reality TV, and era. it's yeah, and it's pre contemporary. It was like they took like a star, like they did an Anna Nicole Smith one, and they would just do like an hour from birth to most often death of like their scandalous life. In this very oh, post wow. Jean Benet, post OJ, yeah. OJ style of OJ. just like, OJ, <laughs> of just like bleak, dark, and just like musty, you know? Yeah, and it was that. very like National Enquirer, like, right. like, like yeah. this is that story, like this is a crazy story. And now we're in this right. like, we're going to get a picture, a shot of Luca's mom captured on a shaky cam yeah. of her just like of her pissing like, on a bed. And it's like, yeah, me a <laughs> of her pissing on a bed. Right. Yeah, yeah, of her like yeah. watching a TV sad. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I okay and again I'm such a nerd but I talk about aesthetics talk about fashion I think surveillance is always I think it's the ultimate cinematic genre I think it's the ultimate cinematic shot and on that note Errol Morris fucking started the reenactment give me a fucking reenactment oh, documentaries God. I think that's where Ryan Murphy is heading totally. we might as well just do it I mean the, the re I mean I mean Ryan Murphy is a reenactor. He's yes. addicted to reenactment. I mean, he's a reenactor. And yes. it's like now that we're like post cosplay, I think now we just have to go full reenactment of like that movie would have benefited so much oh from a reenactment of like a random guy being told to just like walk down a street in Toronto. And also, like Toronto, the mirror, oh my God. I would have yeah, loved that. with his little black wig on. Yeah. Oh my god, him in the Mickey Mouse shirt. And the Mickey Mouse shirt with a black wig with a tiny little suitcase and his like <laughs> slender arms. Yeah, his that, shapeless the body, body is very specific. Yeah. yeah. Just like stomping through Charles de Gaulle. Uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, damn. Yeah, the Canada aspect really. The Canada real and it was like and finally just torching the myth that Toronto is a beautiful city. I went there this year. <laughs> <laughs> I went there this year and it was scary. It was not beautiful. It was an ugly, cold city with no romantic buildings. Everything was two stories high. It was basically just a series of row houses. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven wouldn't go there. No, he only would go to Vegas. Talk about there's no glamour, right? With unless you dig deep in the like into like the Slavic, like um, deprivational, like empty room thing. That's very Toronto to Which me. I didn't, that's why I was like, why didn't he come to New York? Why? I don't think he he did, but didn't he? He did oh. to meet with that lawyer that looked like Michael that's Douglas. Right. That's right. <gasps> That's right. God. And it was like, doo -doo. and it was like New York. And that, and that part is so funny too, because it's like, <laughs> Luca, don't you remember that Michael Douglas was a big part of that movie? <laughs> and, you, and, all, and all Luca did was just check in with this guy, gave him some Photoshop pictures of him supposedly beaten Beat or something. And then like <laughs> left and like kept going on his yeah, weird little psycho insane. journey. That's amazing. Wait, the CCs, you made me get re-addicted, Ruby. Mm. Speaking of security footage to the JLo 
Jenny, it's Jenny from the Block, right? Jenny from the Which Block music like video directed by Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, Steven Soderbergh, who Steven Soderbergh is the only director known to man that act, actively in and beautifully uh, uses the CCTV and who surveillance. Does Steven Soderbergh love to direct. Sharon Stone. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they did that really? HBO show Mosaic together, and Wait. Sharon's li- Sharon was on Mark Maron, and she was like, "I just trust Stephen," you know. It's like, okay, stop. Oh my god. Anyways, yeah, but that video is it's stuff. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything. I mean, the surveillance footage is. I mean, it's so '90s, and it's like Nick Knight of me to even talk about it. But it's the only. I think it is honestly it is the back. only You're thing right. I like, and it's back. It's back. It's the only thing I like. Um, I was just quickly looking up. I was trying to remember who sang Jenny from the Block. Are you serious? It's J Lo. No, no, no. Well, cause oh. she doesn't sing any of her songs. Okay, right. It was right, Natasha right, right. Ramos who really? sang that one. She yeah. doesn't sing any of her songs. Like none of them. She sings some verses. Wait, why sometimes. couldn't she just have done an acting career? Why she's such she, an amazing she's a, actor. Is she an amazing actor? Oh, she! I definitely think she. Are you kidding me? She's an amazing. Yeah. I have not like, seen. I have not seen. She is actual. She is present. Okay. Well, you I've haven't seen, seen Selena. No, I have not seen. Selena. Talk about murder documentary. Oh yeah. Okay. Selena. Those are good times. Enough. She's incredible. I saw. Oh, I series. thought she was so bad in Enough. Okay. And also, I mean, I've seen like Enough and The Cell and maybe like one other the thing cell, or something. Yeah. And so, have you seen? What, did what? you see Hustlers? No, I didn't. I'll watch it on a plane. She's just like, it's just like, if we're going to talk about like actresses that like can do it, 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 she is an actress who she can do it as good as any of these other fucking jokers. Uh LOL. Okay. Boomer. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when movies as a movie size. Yeah. But, um, no, JLo fucking rocks as an actress. And I don't know why did she have to like, become a pop star if she's just a good dancer. I, I don't she's know. she's a good dancer. I don't, yeah. Because in my mind, she's a, yeah, she's a dancer. You're very anti-J-Lo. I'm very anti-J-Lo, yeah. Like, historically. Yeah. How do you feel about Cher? Because I always think of Cher as a movie star and the music is, is kind of incidental, but then I get, like, Oh, I think she's a person. Like I, th- I mean, I think... Cher I mean, is an I'm, artist. Yeah. I mean, Cher yeah. was born on the planet to express herself. <laughs> I'm not- I mean, one way or another. <laughs> That's actually true. You know what the th- issue with shares is? Maybe that she just hasn't found her medium yet. No. Madonna no? has not found her medium yet. Yes. Body. Her body, her body. is no, her medium. Ruby, yeah. Her body is pain. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Her body. She's too Catholic to have, an, to have <laughs> right, like a right. flow. Cher makes us. Okay. This is, this is what I want to call up Cher right now and say. Do you have hope for the future? Are we going to be okay? And she would give me the answer. She yeah. is connected yeah. to source, my friend. She is. Cher yeah. is a beacon. She's a channel yeah. from G-O fucking yeah. D, man. And she is an artist. I got obsessed <laughs> with Moonstruck oh this summer. Oh. I've never seen it. It's know, like, it's with my dad, Honey. it's like the movie that's always on in our house. Oh, and oh that's it's so like, sweet. It's... There's nothing like that movie. It's her, the only movie about love. And she comes home and like puts a fire on and does her lipstick yeah. in her negligee. There's nothing like that. It is the only movie about love. It's the her. only movie about actual love. It's uh, Moonstruck, everybody, is my one of my favorite movies. Same. <sighs> oh, 
Nicholas Cage also <laughs> is like a he's a fox in that movie. I could never. Mm. I could never get it up. I, I would never, never let him into my yeah. body. He looks, he looks way too much like my dad, I think. <laughs> I could make out with him and I could probably like Yeah, you could be a scene partner. Could be a scene partner. I could give him a quick handy. I would never let him into my body. Not mouth, not vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not butthole. Yeah. <laughs> ears. Not ears. That's such that's such a baby joke. I love when people go like, and a penis in your ear. Oh, I was thinking like licking or something. Oh, licking. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So I'm a baby for thinking you're a baby. you said penis You're a penis baby for thinking I was talking about penises. Huh, that's interesting. Should we move on to our final segment? Yeah, let's go. Okay, great. great. Um, let's do, should we do Dream Garment? Let's do Dream Garment. Okay. Show me desire. Show me Great. Oh my um, God. <laughs> so I am like, I am the biggest <laughs> fan of this podcast and I listen to them like over and over again. And I, I can see myself right now, like chopping a cucumber alone <laughs> in my kitchen <laughs> and listening to dream Garmin and like nodding along. So I just feel like I'm in a dimension. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Well, guess so, what? I just came up with an idea for my dream garment based on what you just said. Okay. 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 I'm so, I'm so rattled by like the world right now. I've, you know, recently become vegan. I am like not buying new clothes because or, like clothes that yeah, are like Yeah, you're into patches. New. Your whole thing is patches right now. These it's cool. are very old. But it's cool. Okay. That's what I'm saying is like you keep on I you, do you're I into do want to just yeah, I want to mend. I yeah, want to mend and what fix I'm things yeah. and stuff. So, if I'm going to if I'm going to design something new, it's got to be biodegradable. I think I'm thinking uh uh a nice summer trench coat made out of cu- uh, cucumber slices. <gasps> wow. And then I guess underneath <laughs> underneath that um cuz you got to wear something underneath that cuz it's probably going to have like holes. Wow. Uh I guess I underneath that maybe let's just like stick with fruits and vegetables. Okay. Okay. So maybe like pants made out of like um a sort of like squash puree. So they're wow. just sort of slapped on. That's very cool. And very textural, very textural. Ooh, wow. And then a shirt that is um, par- parchment paper. Okay. So I'm gonna go next. Like a button, uh, okay. like a button-down shirt made out of wow, parchment paper with a little so collar. Nice with the squash puree. I think pants. so too. I, I think once you like take off the jacket, it's like okay. Suddenly we're just like all in like like bra- like brown orange town, you know, and like kind of this paper and then a cream. Yeah, yeah. So like a crumple and a cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a crumple and a cream. <laughs> a crumple I, and a cream. <laughs> I okay. spent sixty dollars trying to make vegan whipped cream, and okay. I just ate Out all of, what? of the products. Out of what? <laughs> like cashews or whatever. Cashew cream. I mean, I make a lot of cashew cream, but I. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> David's losing it. <gasps> what? Just, so just out of cashews, you were trying to make whipped cream out of cashews. I was trying to make cashews. whipped cream out of cashews because I wanted to make a, van- a vegan vanilla pudding <gasps> with cashew cream on top. Oh, I can show you how to do all we'll that. Talk we'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay, so my um, we're we're actually um, next to some paintings that I'm actually I'm sort of into. Too, yeah. Um, they're all like people um in the fetal position on I guess like a airplane that's maybe in an emergency mode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I think I want a dress that's like a really, really long dress just made out of floating, like, like 
flotation devices. Also very like survival. Yeah, this is all. Very and good. um, and then I want like, um, oh my god. And then I like want a big bag. Yeah, that's a big, big actual. It's just a pouch of water. Interesting because it would have to float also with a pouch of water, but and is the pouch of water honey. like when you get a fish from the pet store? Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, yeah. just or like a okay. huge see-through pouch. She she says yes, but I think she just says yes to like one of the first suggestions. Okay, because uh, I was, and I, I was want, and I want shoes with candlesticks coming off of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very where did this come from? Ruby always has it's like Ruby always makes something where it's like it's like. Yeah, I can draw that. I can draw that. And then and then she adds four more things to it that are like, okay, I'm making this like a four by four painting. This no, is like it's like a small. long flotation yeah. device okay. dress with a pouch of water and a shoes with candles coming out of them. Okay. That's easy. Okay, I can do that. I can do that. And the, and it and the whole vibe is like, huh? Like, where are we? Basic And hair in a bun. Bitch. No. I hate when anyone's like, okay, so I hate when like a hairstylist has me in a chair and goes, so, uh, so you're young and you're sort of, I'm just thinking sort of like a messy bun. <laughs> and I go, okay, well, I'm murdering myself in front of you. <laughs> How dare you put me in a messy oh, bun? Oh, I was thinking a very tight, tight, tight little. Oh my God, I can't even. Knob. I did a shoot where, anyway, I okay. definitely bleep this out. But these. It's like, yeah. bitch, don't. It just, why don't you work with my hair? Right, right. You know what I would love for all the muas, the makeup, <laughs> whatever. Hair and makeup, who moves, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hair and makeup. Tread lightly, bitch. <laughs> Tread lightly, boo. But I would also like to have a beat. Can someone just do my hair big? Can you just add yes. more hair? Yeah. Like, I want big. Talk yeah. about moonstruck, bitch. Get get me more hair. Okay, we're you, adding poor? a lot of hair to this uh, to this illustration. <laughs> yeah, oh my okay. God, I like how he just called hair people that <laughs> poor. <laughs> he just said, <laughs> "What are you poor? You don't got extra hair for me." <laughs> and I'm realizing, actually, yes, that is why they yeah. do. They don't know what to do with all my hair. And then the one time I worked with a very famous hair stylist most famous in the world, they, the hairstylist, the hairstylist goes, I sit in this chair and he goes, oh, she has so much hair. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, what do you do with that? And I was like, oh, I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I have the best fucking head of hair you've ever goddamn yeah, what does he seen. What do you want, Claire Danes, where you have oh, to like staple hair in? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they just want a bald head. They just want to put a wig on you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's she true, has so actually. much hair. That's actually and really what true. they did then <laughs> oh, yeah. is they put a donut on my head. It was an amazing hairstyle, mind you. I don't complain. But they put a donut on my head, pinned it in, and then they slicked my hair back around that fucking foam piece. It's slicking back. They're addicted. Okay, anyway, what's your dream garment? Okay, I wanted to start with a huge choker necklace. Love and in it. the center, there's like place jewel. for a massive jewel, jewel like either like jewel, the yeah. purest ruby or sapphire or diamond. And then I'm wearing this like kind of dungeon master, really, really unflattering harness that like has skin panels like right around my stomach. What skin panels? Like 
Exposed skin. Oh, got oh, it. Okay, weird. not like someone <laughs> else's skin. Yeah, no, like, I'm thinking of this X-Men oh, character, ah. Eric the Red, who's just, like, okay. basically in this, like, dungeon. But instead of it just being, like, a harness with, like, my ass out, I want it all covered. I want jewels to be growing out of it like thorns. Mm. And, like, whichever jewel goes into my... This kind of, like, stardust witchy, but, like, whatever <laughs> jewel we put in the choker, the other jewels will grow out of my harness. And I want a huge <laughs> ponytail made out of horse hair. I want like a five foot long straight ponytail made out of horse hair that I can remove and use as a whip. Whoa. <laughs> Okay. 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 I think okay. you just won the contest. Yeah, I think that, that was, was the best one of all time. Really I'm not joking. Crazy. I'm actually not joking. Yeah. Oh, I f- okay. I thought that was, was really, no, 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 no. That was, that was next level. What about, what, what are your shoes? Yeah. What are your shoes? Oh, what do we <laughs> think? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what should it be like no. ten no. foot platform? Like no, 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 no. Go back into the world. Go Don't let world. us influence yeah. you. Okay, I guess I could kind of see it as like. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I could see it as these like platforms that like you that turn into kind of like a tricycle where like these three panels come out that basically have like hover pad wheels, kind of like the David Lynch Dune where I'm just like, I can just kind of like hover or roll places. <laughs> wow, this is really ad- wow. advanced. Because you know what? Nobody else has come on here and designed uh, their no. superhero no, costume. No, they haven't. Yeah. And nothing, no shoes have been that Everything has been very Pomo in terms of like, it's a block. Right. It's not been like actually future. Right. It's been like, I'm very into Pomo, like pasta first shoes. Yes. I'm very into like, I have big potatoes. Yeah. What I, I literally is, just made a jacket out of cucumber slices. Yeah. I We're both so Pomo. Dream Wait, what is Pomo? Always? Postmodern. What is Pomo? Oh, oh, postmodern. Oh my God. <laughs> I did not know that. But do you so know what I mean? Like Pomo. in terms of just like, like so directly <laughs> subverting the form of like yes. it's not close it's a potato right yeah, and yeah. like you're the only person who's like no 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 I'm designing it's it's a three part like you know what I mean yeah. it's like it's a new object yes. we're going into new object territory <laughs> yes yeah, yeah I so associate this segment with Ruby usually wanting enormous <laughs> tits <laughs> yeah this time you no. didn't request it this time I didn't it's a new century it's I mean, a decade new se- or whatever it's a new yeah. decade yeah. and I'm yeah. sort of Oh my god! I also came to terms with like <laughs> I can't even talk about it. Okay. <laughs> free association. Okay. <laughs> free association? <laughs> went to the darkest <laughs> point where it's like maybe I'll die without ever having a flat stomach. <laughs> oh, I'm I've been there. Like, and I, was like, oh I know. God, I have, wow. we have I have like a genetic thing with that in my family. What do you mean? Like, I don't, we can't have abs. <laughs> we just cannot have yeah, physical abs. Yeah, I might abs never have in abs. Family. And mm. I talked to Marie Foster's sister so about it. <laughs> and Marie, and sh- she was like, that's not true. And I was like, okay, well, you like are, have a are an ab. You are an ab. Yeah. We like just can't have them no matter what we do. So yeah, I, I think I might be one of those people, but I, I also don't think don't I had to be, hard. but I think I shot myself in the foot yeah. when I was like eight, That's between eight and 16. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that that was it. It was like, it was like oh, I ruined when my chances. When I became chances. a hostess cupcake. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I ruined my chances by not being an athlete as a child. Yes. That's, that and too. that's what I realized. Yes. It was like, I'll be able to lose weight. I'll be hot, like whatever. I'm hot. Yeah. My body will change, but I'll never have an athlete's body yeah. period yeah never same because i was yeah. like i'm a cool i'm an art kid 
Yeah. I don't do right. stuff like that. To this that. day, the only place that I can really easily grow muscles is my legs because yeah, I took too. Taekwondo as a kid. Mm. And that was like all like kicking shit. Oh my God. Anyway. This is why I'm obsessed with like wasp, Gentile, boring men because they're like genetically and just like conditionally predisposed to like, uh, oh yeah, I have abs. Like, yeah, I guess I played football when I was a kid. Like, and then I became gay. Like, it's so <laughs> right, simple right, right. and so uncomplicated. Right. Okay, Luca so. Magnata. Okay, let's do free association. <laughs> okay, cool. We're just going to free We're going to free, free Okay, form. okay. Free association. Free association. Free association. Free association. Free association. Free association. Ready? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Boxing. Dog. Mm. Tarmac. House. Interesting. Interesting. So it's like tactile. The feeling of a house. I'm just thinking of like shingles on a roof. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. it. Shingles on a roof. Lily pad. Bed. Oh, (gasps) you're really doing this really well. Saturn. Ring. Callus. Hand. Gluten. I hate this. (laughs) Free. I hate this. (laughs) Freedom. Wow, freedom. Wow, freedom. Um, Huge. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Purple. Match. Oh. Okay. Um, Dalmatian. I'm sorry? Dalmatian. Dalmatian? A Dalmatian, yeah. A Dalmatian, yeah. yeah. White, white. Okay. White. Tweezers. Pull. Shell. House. Oh, wow. A lot of Taurus. Christmas. Answers. Tree. Mother. Sad. Oh. <laughs> That's when usually people go home. Yeah. <laughs> or like, my favorite one is mother. <laughs> yes, that it's was like, a big one. Oh, they're the same to you. Okay, <laughs> great. Mother. Father. Father. Yeah. Um, okay. David. No, Dave, this is no, the lo- no. We have one more segment. Jador. What is it? Which one? Jador, Jador. Oh, oh my God! Does anybody already have this? I have some. Okay, go for okay. it. J'adore. You, I j'adore realizing that basic instinct. Uh, that was going to be my j'adore. <laughs> and Showgirls is That same. was going to be my j'adore. And also and my I love, I love Max's, nobody can see them, but Max has old pants that are patched and like mended. And no, I these honestly. Are fake, no, these are fake ass patches. Fantastic. I think these are fake. But I think that's like a look. All I'm saying is like 2020 is patches. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I, I really thought 2020 was going to rock. 
Jewish. We're going to live through the apocalypse. We're going to mend these clothes. I really thought 2020 was going to fucking rock. <laughs> Am I a stupid person? It might rock if you move somewhere else. <laughs> like cool. I said, I've been saying this for months. I just want to get a grant and make clothes in Japan for like four months or six months. That's what you want to do. I would love to do that. I want to be sent to Japan with a grant, and I want to have to have to, I have to have a collection of clothes at the end of it, and I don't want to know how to sew. Okay, don't me thinking that 2020 was gonna rock, and I guess it's not rocking. Because I want it to rock. I really want it to I rock. Know, I, know, I know. I really want it to rock. That's what I feel. That's okay. my j'adore, j'adore. Okay. Um, j'adore. For me, j'adore. I'm going to j'adore the uh, uh, Luca's over-tweezed eyebrows. Mm. Um, because I think that that's something that... Mm. I think that could come back. I think people are, have been trying to bulk up their brows for too long now. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm so into decay and I'm so into like removing things. I think in the era of Marie Kondo, I think we're sort of like ready to start getting rid of eyebrows again. Nice. Um, you know, so take away the strays and then you just start eating away at the brow itself because everyone's getting manic and anxious and, I think 2020 is the year of the tweezed eyebrows. Again. Nice. Mm. And then you don't basically everything else. Got it. I would say <laughs> sort of like the world <laughs> and my life. Right, and right, right. Cool, just sort cool, of like the cool. state of affairs and right. sort of like the temperature and the weather <laughs> and sort of everything. Right, right, right. I would yeah, just yeah. sort of say the, the yeah, rest yeah, of the, the universe. Yeah, the rest of the universe. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, Jador, military capes. Okay. <laughs> wow. So my dad recently sent me this picture of like a, some great uncle, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, this is it. When he joined like the Jewish brigade of the British <laughs> army for World War II, gibberish. Anyways, the Jewish brigade. Oh, I thought it was called gibberish. That would have been amazing. Uncle Jib. Yeah. <laughs> so he's. It's one of those situations where he's like looks fabulous because his uniform has like kind of a winter cape yeah. and then i was thinking about like gundam did you ever yes. watch those yes they all have fucking military capes. yes they do wait, and i'm like so i want capes, that yeah. wait that's so interesting because of this corporate job that i started yeah. I was thinking today how the cape a few years ago was like this promising trend oh, and that it totally never took never off. Happened. Nothing would make me happier. There were some ponchos that happened for a little while. But it's like there's some styles that are just here to stay. They've been here for like 10 years, whatever. They're like a part of our vernacular now. But the cape really didn't move. <laughs> it really didn't move. And 2015 was like the year everything's a cape. So I'm hoping that, that Uniqlo or like one of our like Interesting fascist idea. style overlords just is like, you're wearing capes now. You know, and yeah. then everyone has to. Right. But I don't know. That's interesting because I was thinking the same thing. It was like, whatever happened to capes? So there's that. And then Je Don't. It's really crazy. Um, Ruby knows this, but I just rewatched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. And the final seasons are like, seasons five, six, and seven are about like 2000 to 2003. And I've been watching it 
with like one eye closed because the low rise jeans are so, so I know, so, so scary, so like blindingly I've scary. Liked, I've always liked low rise jeans. They oh just like you uh, look at some of the actresses, and I'm like, oh, this is why you never worked again because they killed you. Yeah, these. they killed you. And I'm like, if these come back, no way we're gonna survive. I, no way. I remember like the feeling of a low rise jean and like an older sister of like a friend or whatever would be wearing them and they'd pull off their pants and have like this like bald like stubbly pussy. pussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that like low rise jeans is just like this mound yeah. of a of stubble pussy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know That's exactly what, it means what you're to talking me. about. And I'm just I yeah. remember seeing that and I was just like these these bald chicken For being ass. gay, I've seen so many bald stubbly pussies. Mm-hmm. That you was too? the era. That was yeah. that was the era of low rise jeans. It was just you couldn't escape. Yeah. And I think if we have to go back to that for any reason. No, I don't think we could possibly go back to that. So that's just a don't <laughs> really? that I fear. It's a, it's a no, jidon. it's like, it's I'm like, sorry, no, 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 but no, with global warming, I mean, you need more skin showing. No, but it's like, no, because it can't possibly, the, the food has changed and we're mm-hmm. all softer. Nobody right. wants to show off that area of their body. Like, t- talk about we'll never have abs again. It's I like know. the food changed and we became that's little true. blobbies. That's and true. that's like the fucking the cl- celebrated CrossFit, body. CrossFit era is no longer, is not. Yeah, it's like even if you CrossFit, like you still sort of like have, you're so oh, no, like- I'm saying like CrossFit is like specifically like, it's like we are now in the era of like CrossFit, like, like athleticism, which means like, yeah, like it's like, do- it's like doughy. Right, doughy. and not yeah. emaciated. Yeah. Right. It's like Wait, doughy athleticism. Doughy? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, it's you can like, kind of have whatever body. You're serious there, you know? about, about working out and you're serious about protein and eating and, like, I want these carbs because, like, I'm mm-hmm. hardcore rather yeah. than, like, low rise era, which like, is, like, just. Which is, like, starving, 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 heroin, heroin, heroin. Yeah. But isn't CrossFit where you, like, throw a big time? Yeah. 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 Because it's like, I just ate six chickens and I'm going to throw a fucking, yeah, barbell across the room and, like, throw out my back and have to be rushed to the hospital. I know so many people that have just injured themselves. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. I love I feel like everyone I went to Emerson with who lives in LA just does CrossFit now. Yeah. Really? Soul. Yeah. Whatever happened to Pilates, ladies and gentlemen? I just went to a place upstate (laughs) and the and the cabin had its own cabin that had a Pilates machine and a Peloton in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, did you use it? I tried. I got so mad. Jadot Peloton. Because let me tell you, you sit on it, turn on the screen, you have to make an account. You no. have to make an account. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm provide a- an email. Okay, and I was just like, whatever, I'll give him a fake email, whatever, I don't care. Get into it. There's uh, just like, it's like a whole YouTube like <laughs> system where you have to like, so first they're like, they like make you check all the bases and like you have to like adjust the bike yourself to like all these like various settings. Then like you like choose a video and all the videos are just like, it's like these like manic Trainers, <laughs> training like you can't you can't just like put on music and just ride. Right, it ha- you have to choose a video of a trainer who's screaming at you like, "All right, you guys, I know right now you're feeling sort of like on your commute. It's not so great, but we're gonna 
get some pep in your step and we're gonna pump that bad energy away. <laughs> so we're gonna need you to turn the knob to 30 at, and it's like, and you have to like, you have like, there's like several different settings. There's like cadence is like one of them. I don't know what cadence even means. And like, and like, and like cadence and resistance and something else. And like, you're supposed to like be adjusting these throughout. They're like, we're going to need you to swap the cadence up to 65 now. And it's like, I don't know how to change the cadence because the screen isn't working. The music is terrible. The people on it are so punishing. Manic, manic, manic. And I'm exhausted just looking at them. I'm. It's not mellow. It's not exciting. It's horrible. Was your uh, dummy account you set up for Peloton body moving? No, <laughs> oh it was my God. first name last. Mm. First body name. My first name was first name, and my last uh-huh. name was last. last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At like hobbitagobbity.com. I'm obsessed with, we're going to have to turn that knob to 30. That is so sad. <laughs> what is that? Those okay, people are human let's traffic. Let's turn that knob yeah. to 30. Ladies, turn your knobs. <laughs> I know you've had a hard commute. Like, I and it's love quite, Wait, this is, the dark, this is the darkest thing about <laughs> it's it. It's like in your home. Let right? me tell you about how home. the videos are set up. Is there is a trainer staring directly into camera at you. No. And behind them, there's a mirror behind them. And it's lit in such a way. So it's filmed where they... The trainer is in a room with other people biking, supposedly, but they are all in shadow, so you can vaguely see figures. So it's supposed to give you the illusion of being with other ew, people. Ew, oh. ew, ew. Yeah. I just got shivers. Break the Pelotons. Yeah. Now! <laughs> and also, and also so much of it was like, and every single video opened with just like, with just like, if at any point this gets too intense for you or you're not feeling how you should be feeling, then feel free to take it down a notch and just return to this average speed right here where we're at, right here, right now. And I was just like, no, don't tell people that. Yeah. Don't say, oh, sorry, if you feel challenged, stop. It's like, no, that's not what this is about. Yeah. yeah, it's like you Ugh. bought this machine. This whole, the whole point of this is, I mean, is a challenge. It. And it's like, and guess what? Yeah, if I feel injured, I'm going to leave because I'm not a <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that concludes. That woman who spilled coffee on her lap and sued McDonald's. Also queer no, icon. Queer what icon. about the chili excuse woman? Me, excuse me, excuse me backtrack for a second i just have to say that i originate originated saying that that woman was a queer, a queer icon, icon on stage, and then it got usurped into a television show that people i know wrote on and um oh, but wait but which one? Oh, uh, yeah. what else oh yeah like what else is new i know i know anyway <laughs> it's gonna be on for nine but what i was gonna say is that nobody so? recovered on, no on like nintendo switch <laughs> <laughs> Like another show that I don't understand how it's still on. Which one? It's what's it called? <laughs> oh. Oh. How how do comedy shows exist? Okay, sorry. I don't. I really don't know. That's All not, this is that by the way, got that, that one is not going to be on for ninety seasons. No, it's not. Definitely not. It it's be. definitely and gonna actually, be. And actually, there's probably like only. Year. And actually, I'm gonna say for that one, I think there's really a limited time on how much longer those creators will work. Because I hope so. Why? Because every time I... <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh no. my god. I'm I mean, so I I Same. did with, but. <laughs> This has been so fascinating. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I I'm love Max every Winter. single fucking one of everybody listening. And I love you, David. And I love, I love you, you Max. Thank and you, David, so much for this. For me. Also, please rate it. and subscribe. Yes. <laughs> I have never, I've said this maybe two times. Can you just like, give us five stars? I don't Listen, know. We don't bother you that much. We don't give you, we give you, you know, one episode every few months. Once. Yeah, yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just throw me a bone here. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not overlooking. Some of those other podcasts release every week We're on schedule. Afraid. And guess what? And now, guess what? After a year and a half of that, you're sick of it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you're, you're fucking you're like, old. You're like, oh, I wish over I had it. you know. What happened to a treat? To a yeah, a little, a little podcast treat. That comes yeah. on a weekend? Come on. Yeah. Come on <laughs> a holiday? Come on. Uh, yeah. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> okay, that's okay. been so refreshing. Love ya. I love you. Bye bye.